Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode five of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I'm so happy that you've tuned in again today. Today, we're going to cover five mindset hacks that will maximize your energy, which you can then use and apply to your goals. To do this and to set the stage, we're going to get into the difference between abundant thinking and scarcity thinking. Let me paint a picture for you, a really brief picture. Imagine that I came to you and I said, it's raining again. When you hear those words, What comes to mind for you? Do they make your heart sing and your spirits rise? Does your mind go to your grass, your flowers, your garden with a gladness for the growth that will come? To calmness and appreciation of the pit, pit, pat, pat against your windows? Or do those three words make your heart drop and your spirits sag? Does your mind go to puddles to traverse in heels and hosiery? or traffic that jams and tempers that fray, or to outdoor activities that must be postponed? Listen, both mindsets are equally valid given your circumstance, right? The truth is, one one response will serve you, and one response will enslave you. One thought pattern will lead to lightheartedness and joy, and the other will lead to frustration and feelings of anxiousness. As in all of life, This big old life that we have, God has given us and established a rule that you, yes, you get to choose which response to apply in that scenario. Actually, today the sun is shining really brightly. It's a beautiful morning and I've been out enjoying the sunrise as I like to do. It seems that abundance thinking and scarcity thinking are so obvious that they don't need to be explained yet. If you will humor me for a moment, I'll peel back the onion just a bit. I remember one of my first studies into the abundance and scarcity paradigms happened when I was attending a business mastermind in Toronto. The host, Dan Sullivan, had prepared this marvelous series of drawings and modules for his explanation of the difference between the two. And as he let off his presentation... He said, gratitude starts the spiral of abundance. That has stuck with me ever since. Abundance thinking is characterized by the idea that I have all I need, that there is plenty for everyone, plenty of money, health, energy, relationships, food, housing, resources, and more. It says in the Bible in Philippians chapter 4, verses 5 through 7, that we are to be anxious for nothing, 
but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let our requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Notice in that verse, we are instructed to be at peace, not anxious. We are led to ask through prayer that is at its core thankful for the things we desire from our loving God. There's a saying you've probably heard before, let go and let God. That's a beautiful way to lead your life and to pursue your goals, crafted and laid so expectantly before the great God of the universe. Living life with an abundance paradigm means that We know the source of our creativity, our compassion, our love, our confidence, our patience, and our peace. All of these, and much, much more, is our inheritance through Christ. Contrast the abundance paradigm with the scarcity paradigm. Going back to Dan's presentation, he shared, wait for it, envy. Envy begins the spiral of scarcity. Isn't that interesting? I thought maybe poverty would get that nod here, but it's actually envy. What is envy? Well, I looked it up for this podcast, and it's defined as a resentful longing inspired by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. In the Bible, it's characterized with some other sins of the flesh we avoid at all costs, like hatred rage, selfish ambition, sexual immorality, impurity, discord, etc. If you want a complete list, you can read Galatians chapter 5 verses 19 through 21. The point is, envy is at the root of scarcity thinking because it lays a foundation for increasing feelings of poverty and lack. Hmm. When contrasted like this, the choice seems clear. We need to choose abundance. But the truth be told, in our human flesh, we can all be prone to bouts of scarcity thinking. And that is why every day we must decide to choose abundance. We have to ask God to guard our hearts and minds. Years ago, one of my coworkers, someone I held in really high esteem, mentioned that in this life, there are spiritual battles. And I know as a Christian mama in midlife, You know this, but at the time I was young, I wasn't very far along my faith journey, and this was kind of eye-opening to me. He said, these are actual battles that are occurring in the spiritual realm. He described a recent incident in his life at that time, and it almost sounded like a science fiction movie. I was fascinated by his account, but scared too. But God has equipped us for these battles with his word. One of my favorite verses to handle feelings of fear, insecurity, or lack, all part of the scarcity equation, is this. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You can find that in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Don't you love that? We don't need to feel fearful, anxious, or envious. God himself designed us, equipped us with power, with love, with a sound mind. We can approach every day knowing we do so from a place of abundance, empowerment, comfort, and disciplined thought. In my world, there are five ways, five hacks, if you will, that overcome scarcity thinking and place me on a path of abundance. 
This is awesome because there's an energy, a vibe to a person who habitually lives in a state of abundance that is very attractive. I believe abundance-oriented people have a shine. They just have a glow, a way about them that puts others into a better place when around them. And for myself, I much prefer to be around someone who's firmly rooted in abundance than someone rooted in poverty or a scarcity mindset. I mean, isn't that what you like too? So if you don't mind, I'm going to share these with you pretty quickly here. First, since gratitude starts the spiral of abundance, live your days in a spirit of gratitude. Notice the simple pleasures of this life and thank God and where appropriate your fellow humans for them. You know, the recent events of the world have really borne this out with me. Now, I'm so grateful to walk around and see other people's faces, to catch a smile from a fellow jogger, to have a smiling barista hand over a steamy cup of coffee. God has been generous beyond measure to us, and it's beyond good to give him generous praise for these and many other simple pleasures in our life. I mean, when was the last time you walked outside with bare feet and felt the warmth of the concrete or the squishiness of the grass? It's awesome. These are little things that happen on a frequent basis that if you have an abundant mindset, you will notice and you will give thanks and praise the Lord for them because it could be so much different. Next, if you want an abundant life, (laughs) know that work, yes, I said it, work is God's pathway to it. Before you go all, but I want to retire or, but I'm already retired on me, know this, there's still work for you and for me to do regardless of whether or not you answer to a boss other than yourself. Work takes many forms and looks different for each of us. Just remember though, in Colossians chapter 3 verse 17, we're told that whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Yes, we can show up every day in an abundant fashion with the work of our hands. So the next time you think about the work that you're doing, know that it is a straight line from the work that you're doing to the abundance that you are seeking. Here's the next hack. It's to give. If you want more abundance in your life, go out of your way to make others the recipient of abundance at your hands, knowing full well that what you sow, you will reap. If you want more money, then give money to others or to causes or to your church. If you desire an abundance of free time, then give more of the time you have in service to others. If you want more love, more compassion, more optimism, whatever you desire to have in abundance, start out by giving it away. And then watch. Watch as it boomerangs right back at you. Next, check your heart. Not at your doctor's office. Examine your own heart. Hold a very compassionate visit with yourself and scan your heart. Is there anything there that you need to acknowledge, to forgive, to release? Just ensure that you are not putting up any unwitting barriers to the free flow of abundance that God has in store for you. Proverbs chapter 4.23 tells us, Watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. Check your heart. The number five hack that you can use in your quest for abundance is to resolve to heed the call to pray and pray unceasingly. A young mentor of mine spoke to me about this. 
she pointed out that God knows our every need already. I mean, he is God. He also has promised that he has made provision for all that we need. He establishes our plans and he directs our steps and he makes our path straight. You can find all of that in Proverbs chapters 3 and chapter 16. But as she mentioned to me, he does this when we invite him and we invite him through our prayers. So be in constant, thankful, prayerful communication throughout all your days with our great God, our God of abundance, the one who sent his son on our behalf, that one. Let go of any remnants of scarcity. Use these five hacks and I promise you, you will begin to enjoy a more abundant life, a more abundant future. You'll have more success with the goals that you set and the goals that you craft. You, my friend, were meant for so much more. That's what abundant thinking is all about. So today, start with one of these. Put it in place, whether it be prayer, the heart check, giving, being very conscious about the work that you're doing, or starting a gratitude practice. Start with one of these. And like I said, watch the abundance in your life grow, grow, grow. Got it? My prayer for you today is that you receive this information in the spirit that it's given as a help to you on your quest to live in a spirit of abundance. I pray that God would bless you beyond measure and that you in turn would take those blessings and bless others in Jesus name. Amen. That's it for today, my friends. I'll see you next week. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.